Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good noon. Good day. Good dawn. Good dusk. Good post-meridian. Good desk. Welcome to The Long Shot. I am one of your hosts. My name is Sean Conroy. Also with me today on the show, of course, as always, the other host, Amber Kenny, is here. Hello. You are not, we are not in the same time zone. No. I I vaguely knew that, but then um, the invite said 9 p.m. And I was like, what? Oh, right. Oh, right. that's and weird. Because I, I, <laughs> oh, I guess I must have changed it to 9 p.m. Ugh. I'm out of my mind. I can't. No, remember. no, it was correct. Like it was correct for me, but not for you. Yeah. But I yes. didn't do that on purpose. I thought I would keep it at six and it didn't, mm. didn't work. Anyway, folks, <laughs> things are a shit show here at the long shot as always. Uh, Where are you? Tell I us am, everything. I am in uh, Virginia in a town called, or I don't know if it's a town, a village, a hamlet. It's just a little area. It's a, geographical a, a, a cluster of a population yeah yeah uh called sandbridge beach which is okay. very close to the southern end of virginia just above north carolina if people know anything about geography those two states border each other and virginia you know runs right into north you know how state <clears throat> borders work some are red some are blue but uh we 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 have been going down to here to this particular beach area town for over at almost like over 40 years maybe 45 years maybe wow not, not 50 but every summer we come to this place with all my cousins from all over the country so there are people here from minneapolis from oregon from texas from uh washington dc there's just a huge group of people that has been coming down for many many years and uh it's always a lot of fun and you know you see all these people and and you know i'm i'm with my uh i don't know what you call them because they're not a nuclear nuclear family is like parents and kids but this is like my parents all their kids all their spouses all my nieces and nephews we're all in the same house which is that branch of the the family tree mm -hmm. you know you've heard of the branch davidians this is the branch conroys so <laughs> we'll see what happens with the compound um but it's fun it's fun and uh the kids are all older now they're they're like mid to late teens most of them so it's um it's interesting it's an interesting time um, how so I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, quite the opposite. It's really, it's really been great. Um, I had one of them come over to me today and sit down next to me and say, uh, very seriously, he was like, "Can I ask you a question?" And I was like, like sure. "Oh God, okay." And he goes, "Have you ever had the pleasure of working with any of the people on the office?" And I just thought that was such a such a funny question. And, and you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sincere. You've like, done really... improv with like a good amount of them. Yeah. So I went through the whole cast and I was like, oh, this person did this and this person did that. And I taught this person everything. And, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
but they're just they're 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 really it's really been great because you just never know i don't know if you know about kids you just never know how the fuck they're going to turn out you know and it seems like all these all these people are doing pretty well um oh that's that's it was all in the same house no, no, no. Just the 20 of us are in the same house. That's still a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. <laughs> it's absolute madness. And uh, then so are all the other branches in houses on the same like block? It's not. It, there, there's various like there's there's two streets running parallel and two. So people are but everybody's within walking distance, you know. Got it. So always traditionally uh, we would have dinner at a different family's house every night that obviously changed during COVID where mm-hmm. we would have uh, two dinners at every family's house every night. <laughs> and really just <laughs> wipe your nose on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but we had no, Oh, well, I'll get into that in a second. Speaking of wiping your nose, but uh, <laughs> we, uh, so it's sort of like hybrid right now. Like the first night my mother always volunteers to make dinner for anybody who shows up not just us but other families too because she's like well they're traveling i don't want them to so they so people came to our place and then we had dinner ourselves a couple nights ago and then you know today was the traditional crab lunch we always have a big crab lunch where everybody uh uh i don't know if you've ever eaten crabs on the shell it's a nightmare because <laughs> it takes hours to get enough meat to make like an mm-hmm. hors d'oeuvre You're, you need a meal after your meal right it's so exhausting. they they nowadays they make brisket sandwiches in case anybody doesn't want to spend all their fucking time <laughs> picking at crab meat brisket sandwiches yeah. at crab lunch yeah so i had <laughs> i had brisket instead of uh but that was another moment where like one of my one of my nephews, I, I it's a big crowd of people, you know, so sometimes you're like you go and you sit with people and then they go to get more food or whatever. And somehow for like five seconds, I ended up and there was nobody around me. And my nephew, who's like 17, just came over and was like, I, I'm going to do a bad impression. But he was like, oh, so I you're sitting by yourself. So I figured I'd come over here and hang out with you. That's so sweet. Yeah, it was really, and we had a nice, uh, a nice. The eighteen-year-olds are supposed to be like, look at that loser sitting by himself. No, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette and like. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, like beat up a mailbox for absolutely no reason. Right, just walk by and go fuck you. (laughs) And that's why I say like they're turning out great because I thought that was so nice. You know, so Um, kind. When I was 17, I would have been like, ugh, look at that weirdo. I mean, that's what I'm like now, you know? Sure. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's not the age. So I was talking for a moment about wiping noses, and this is kind of a disgusting thing, but I want you to exercise your – I want you to make a determination for me because I had a weird moment today. There's no good answer here. Okay. But I was out for a walk on the street outside the house. What's the weather like? Freezing, freezing cold. Really? No, no, no. no. It was it was ridiculously hot. Uh, <laughs> and I went I went walking. I bought it. I was like, oh man, it's cold. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was like ninety. It was ninety something degrees, and I went for a walk at like noon. You know, it was like, uh, yeah. But you know, I'm on West Coast time. Things are weird. 
I well, can't. And you're, you don't have a regular sleep pattern, even West Coast style, no, I would no. argue. Yeah. And I would not argue. I mean, you, it's a one sided argument. <laughs> this is argument. the first time. <laughs> it's the first time. <laughs> it's, it's a one sided argument. You, you, you won the argument before it even started because you argued wow. that I didn't have it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> but so, and that's a problem when you fly east, you can't you know, you can't get out of bed. They were making fun of me yesterday. They, they were like, oh, you can get up till noon. I was like, I got up at 10. Let's be real. But yeah. then this morning, one of my brothers texted everybody for some ungodly reason, texted everybody at 630 in the morning, a joke, basically, like a funny TikTok video. Not everybody, but just the the brothers chain of uh mm-hmm. And so I was awake at 630. And then because everybody- how good was the TikTok? It's, I had seen it before. I was not oh, born no. away. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pal. You're late to the party. Uh, but then my other brother was out to get donuts and coffee. And so he texted everybody after that and said, do you want, so I got a coffee. So I got out of bed at 630 and I've been up ever since then. So I'm hoping. Oh my I God. I'm sorry my... that we're doing this. No, no, no. This is great. Cause I have a, I have a poker poker match after this we're, we're playing i told my nephew because we played poker last year but it was not for or maybe two years ago but it wasn't for money and so mm-hmm. they just didn't give a fuck and they were like yeah i'm betting all my chips like every and i was like this mm. is not how you play guys so this time i said if we're gonna play we're gonna play for real money so everybody's gonna put ten dollars in and then uncle sean is gonna take your money uh, and run away yeah <laughs> Uh, so I have that after this, but, um, that's so fun, but, but so I went out walking and I was walking along and all of a sudden something like warm and wet landed on my arm. And I was like, Ugh! and I just, gra- I, there was like a bush right next to me and I grabbed a, like a bunch of leaves and like wiped it off. And then I realized that there was a car driving by and a bird flying by. So I was Uh like, either somebody just spat out the window of the car and it landed on my arm or Mm -hmm. a bird just shat on my arm. I would guess bird. Just like birds shit a lot. Like Occam's razor or whatever, you know, like, right, right. I guess people do spit at people, but it, it feels that feels so hostile unnecessarily. I agree. And I think that's probably not what happened, but I, I would posit that it's possible that this person drove past and was like, I'm far enough that I can spit now and then spat <laughs> oh, and it and just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they were going a little too fast and they got a backdraft and whatever. But okay. then I was thinking about it and I was like it sucks to get shit on by a bird, but it also sucks to get spit on you from a person you don't know. So I, I was agree. trying. I, I spent one-sided like argument. The, I would argue. So I spent the next forty-five minutes of my walk going like, uh, "Is it, would it be better to get oh, bird oh, shit or?" Oh, like Should which I, one was it? Yeah, do I like, walk into the ocean? Do I set myself on fire? Which like, is, <laughs> like which of these is grosser? Which would bum me out more? Like I want yeah, it to no. be the one that would bum me out less, but I couldn't decide which one would bum me out less. Okay, I think 
bird is less, even though shit is grosser. My logic is not sound. I'm putting mm-hmm. that out there ahead of time. But like there's bird shit kind of everywhere. Everywhere. And it's not pleasant, but it's like okay, we are inhaling happens. mountains of bird shit every <laughs> <Yes>. moment. <laughs> but like having someone's loogie, like to me, that feels grosser. And I don't know if right. it's just like the human to humanness of it all. I don't know. I that's kind of where I landed eventually. Yeah. And and leaving aside that it would be way worse. And, and I might just be talking myself into this. What if a I guy, did... what if a person pooped out the window? <laughs> that would be worse. That would so but that but that actually reinforces your point, which is the human to humanness of it makes yeah. it worse. Cause if it And I don't was... know why. I guess because we assume that animals are kind of gross. Like we're just like, oh, it's an animal. It's kind of gross. And, but yeah, but also like yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, there's a million factors running through my head, but one of them was if it's a human now, just because of what's been going on the last few years, I'm like, I don't want anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere near me. You know, now you feel like that. I used to bathe in people's <laughs> spit back in the day. It's like I would walk, you know how people walk around collecting change. I would collect yeah, spit like... in a cup. Yeah. Guys hook me up. But but it just makes it yeah. so much worse to totally. be like, oh, there could be, you know, a COVID virus in this thing. And I feel like, you know, bird shit is shit, but birds probably eat pretty healthy. So there's exactly not, yeah. it's not it's not it's it's that white stuff again. Not, and it doesn't seem to be that smelly. Like, again, I wouldn't. Right. And don't want birds to have rub like it all over myself? No, but, but don't it's, it's, but don't birds have like five stomachs so they like clean everything out of it? I guess that's not on, helpful because it's only the shitty stuff that comes out. But. <laughs> the bad stuff. <laughs> so it's super it's, condensed they, bad stuff. They only keep the really bad stuff stomach <laughs> to stomach. Anyway, it really bummed me out for my whole yeah. walk because I was just in my head going. What was that? What was it? Well, and did you like throw whatever you're wearing immediately yeah. in in the water? Oh no, no, no! I I put that in in my spit bucket where I collect <laughs> <Sure>. shit. <laughs> uh, I didn't put it in the shit bucket where I collect shit. I just put it in the spit right. bucket because I landed on spit. Anyway, that was my that was my day. So that was great. But we always like to start the show with a segment that we call. Check oh, that in. wasn't. That wasn't it. That was just a random, because you said the thing about the, I wasn't going to talk about that, but you said the thing about wiping your nose, and that reminded me of, uh, so why don't we start today checking in with Amber. Amber, what is going on in California these days? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. So Jeff and I take Smudgy to this one specific park in Burbank on a, a pretty regular basis, especially now that it's summer, because when we get off work, often it's still light out. And so it's like, it's a good excuse for all of us to get out of the house. It's beautiful. There's trees. He likes it. We like it. It's all good. upsides. Everything is. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's grass. Is there grass? There's so much grass. Water fountains. No water fountains. Public restrooms. Wait, there is a public restroom. And there fences. Is, a is there fences around? So, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> I'm just trying um, to picture parks. But it, I mean, it's silly that we commute to go to the park because we live near other parks. But this is like a 
particularly wide and um, not densely populated parts. Like some days there's more people than other, but it's just like, it's good for a little reactive dude. Like we could walk around without. Um, it's easier to not have to deal with yeah. lots of other dogs. And we can see like where other families with dogs are and we can just sort of like reroute or go wide. And it's, um, it's nice. We enjoy it. And um, it's right sort of on the, it's touching Griffith Park. It's not part of Griffith Park, but it's like right up against Griffith Park. And um, we've had a few coyote encounters. And I grew up in parts like this in the country. So I'm not super scared of coyotes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they will do anything to hurt me. I'm scared for them on behalf of Smudgy because he's right. like a bite-sized snack. Mm -hmm. um, and we've had, again, we've been in the park where like a coyote just like walks by us. And and I, obviously the coyote didn't say this, but it was like the energy of like, like, so like, good evening. Like, and just kept walking, like mm -hmm. couldn't be bothered. So um, not like, Hey, snacky poo. No, just like, I've got something else to do. Like, mm -hmm. nice to see you. Good evening. Have you and... guys seen a, a Roadrunner? <laughs> um, and and it was funny because one of the times the there was a woman around us who was like losing her mind, and she she kept screaming at us, and I couldn't understand what she was saying. I found out later from Jeff she was saying, "There's a coyote." There's a coyote. But like, I was I was just like. It did the opposite of what she wanted because I was so like, what's wrong with this woman? And she was freaking out so much that I thought there was a second coyote because I was like, oh, yeah, we he's back there. But like, anyway, he's such a chill coyote. You need to calm down, <laughs> man. I, I appreciated her concern, but it was it was so over the top that it did she have a dog herself? She did. So she, she knew did. what was up with. Coyote. Yes. And then I passed another there was like sort of two families that were training their two huskies, like baby huskies. And I was just Both like, Both hey, families had a husky? Oh, come on. Yes. It looked like they were brothers. Like they liked hanging out and then they were like training them to be separate. I see. Um, and uh, so I was just like, hey guys, just so you know. There's a coyote. There's a coyote. Just so you are aware, there is a coyote in the area. And they they all looked up at me and were like, I know. And they kept doing what they were doing. So I was like, okay, so we've got um polar opposite reactions to coyotes, mm -hmm. like back to back. Um, but that was a while ago. This week we had an actual scary encounter. Um because oh you know, as it gets closer to sunset, that's coyote time. Like they're right, that's their domain. Um so we were going for a walk and I, we saw a coyote sort of appear. So we're like, that's our cue. We're going to turn around and start heading back at least towards the car. Mm -hmm. And I'm yapping on about some podcast I listened to or some, I have, I, it was something I was really passionate about, but I was like, I could tell that Jeff was barely listening because he mm -hmm. was tracking the coyote because the. And why does Michael Barbro always say, <laughs> um, during the daily? Why does he always say, he just goes, hmm, hmm. Like, why does he do that? Can't they cut that out? So Jeff was keeping his eye on the coyote. The coyote, he fully was stalking Smudgy. And it was 
really intense to watch because he was good at what he did because he mm-hmm. stayed a good distance away, but he just stayed like because we were trying to walk away from him and he just stayed um like equidistant but a distance away from us just casually walking along just whistling like yeah and then at one point he turned because he was all doing this like like we were walking kind of profile to each other and then at one point he just turned would you, and say, walks. Sl- would you say slowly he turned slowly he turned mm-hmm. and he started kind of running at us (laughs) and i was like okay like and so in my head i'm like do i have to like karate kick a coyote like i haven't braced myself for apparently if you hit them in the snout they'll swim away (laughs) well we just because we were still in the park and we just like went right to the road and we're like fuck it we walked in the middle of the road and i think he was afraid the coyote was afraid enough of roads he's not sure the road is real he thinks it might be painted on the wall (laughs) sure but that worked and he went and started like stalking someone else but it was Mm. there was a minute there that i was like okay all right and smudgy seemed to not ever know what was going on or Mm. he or he's such a genius that he freaks out about everything but when it is real danger he's just like I'm going to get very zen and quiet and listen. Um, but yeah, that was some drama. And so we walked all the way back to our car. And because we walked probably like a mile away from our car at that point. And we were very aware of where he was. We were tracking him. And he also was going the same direction. And uh, yeah. Wow. 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 We got to our car and we just like sat in our car and we watched him freak out like multiple <laughs> other families and then a woman i know she was again um i think meaning well but she like ran up to him like going <laughs> with her with like shouting and waving her arms because i think she was just trying to get him to get away from that area mm-hmm. but he ran like into <laughs> the area where people live like mm-hmm. it Instead of back into Griffith Park, you've made so it. I was like, worse, I, man. yeah, I was like, I don't know if that accomplished <clears throat> what you wanted it to accomplish, but man, it was exciting. Yeah, exciting, scary. We're all fine. We had a near death experience, but um, like divorcing myself from the fact that we, our dog was in real danger, it was kind of cool to watch a coyote like at work like they're good at what, what they, they really do, do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would have liked it if you guys would have just kept walking as the coyote kind of watches you and, uh-huh. like <laughs> and then he like ran into a or, light or, yeah or i was thinking like you get to a cliff and he just keeps walking <laughs> off the edge of the cliff and, and then, then he has like, like a little sign that's like help <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will say no I, I've seen him. I've seen him a couple times. I, you know, I don't have a dog, but I've seen them out. I've seen dogs out, and I've seen coyotes out. But I've, but I've, <laughs> I've been. I'm not a fan of running into a coyote. I had one one time. Mm-hmm. I was at uh, UCB. This was a long time ago because it was when I still lived on on Franklin and Western, and. Uh, this coyote, it was like a half a mile from UCB theater and I was walking home and it just followed me all the way. It was this, I, I guess I was the one it was stalking at that. Like point. he's like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey buddy, 
Can I talk yeah. to you about something? Um, I got a flat tire. I'm wondering if you could give me 20 bucks. <laughs> I got to wait till the tow truck comes. It's a whole, it's a whole scam. Right, right, right. No, I just need change for a 20. Yeah, not, yeah. Um, well, and the day before we were at that same park and there's always skunks and they're really cute. They're like baby skunks, but you know, we avoid them. <laughs> Apparently they don't for, smell for particularly well. No. Um, but as we were getting into our car the day before, the day before the coyote incident, as we were getting back to our car, um, there was two dogs just like running around free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the owner just started like, <gasps> like, you know, when um, there's like real intensity in someone's voice and yell, like, like it, it's. There's an urgency. And so I was like, what is like, going like, on? Uh, like Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Yes, exactly like mm-hmm. that. And uh, it turned out that the skunk had sprayed both dogs. And so God, we were it. just like, we were like, what do you do? Like, because mm-hmm. we watched the guy, like the dogs were freaking out and rolling on the grass, trying to get the scent off them. But um, the guy just got both huge dogs that are sprayed with skunk spray into his little car. And I was like, Oh, that, <laughs> that car just is going to smell like that forever. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I've never knock on wood. I've never been sprayed by a skunk. I've been spat on by a Jeep driver or <laughs> shot on by a bird, but I've never been. That one's good luck. Sprayed by a skunk. And, uh, but I, but it's like, what do you do? Like I do, like, I just have in my head old wives tales, like you bathe in tomato juice or you right, bathe in right. milk or, you know, or you spray a lot of cologne on to cover no, it up. That, feel, that feels like it only things are, well, and that's what we were thinking. I mean, Smudgy doesn't even let us really pick him up. The idea of putting him in a tomato soup bath, just, mm-hmm. it feels impossible I don't, and the whole time we're like <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know what that poor man did it is a weird thing about la that you have all these places where you can encounter wildlife that you mm-hmm. know it, it just i mean i guess there's rats in new york but just you know just rats not a lot of other stuff you're not going <laughs> to run into a coyote on fifth avenue you right know? you could right. shoot a coyote on fifth avenue and um I came home once. This was where I live now. And this <laughs> this girl dropped me off in the middle of the night. And, and she Hello. drove. Well, <laughs> no, she dropped me off and uh, and drove away. So I was just going about to go up the stairs of to my apartment. And I looked to my left. And there were, I would say, 12 <laughs> raccoons in a fucking brawl in the in the area behind the fence and it it was so scary because it was just like a fight club teeth and claws (laughs) and you know and i ran i ran all the way up the hill from where i lived because i was like i'm getting out of here until those guys are gone you know um i actually the morning i left for this trip i i posted it on instagram i went down to throw the garbage out before i left and there was a giant raccoon in my garbage dumpster and i walked in you know it's like it was like 3 30 in the morning and i walked in with this big bag of garbage and i saw this giant raccoon standing there not looking at me definitely heard me coming didn't even turn around 
and I threw the gar this giant bag of garbage up and threw it into the dumpster and it, you know, boom, landed right there. <laughs> Raccoon was like, didn't even flinch. All right. And just like <laughs> slowly walked away, you know, and didn't go far, like went up to a stairwell over. Oh, right I'm so stairs. scared. Yeah, like, <laughs> do what you need to do, buddy, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's their time though that's i mean 3 a.m is the raccoon's time well i would argue well no i'm not gonna argue <laughs> um so that sounds uh that sounds exciting i i i it was i as much as i say like these scary ish encounters like i love it it's exciting and you don't carry the coyote spray i don't know okay because I, I i've heard start. that's very effective that's a lot of the insurrectionists at the january 6th attack used coyote spray um i don't know if on, i want to on the police and i i just heard it was it was great uh they were they were pushed into it um <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's sort of editorializing but really doesn't care <laughs> uh, the, yeah. uh, yeah. it was uh false flag <laughs> I'm commenting on politics, but I'm so exhausted by it. Um, so I was in my hometown for a couple of days this week. And, you know, this is obviously hometown, this is where I grew up. And it was so funny to me to be back in my hometown. It's always, I mean, it's always pleasant. A lot of my family is there. I get to, you know, but I kind of, it's always a little weird because I kind of left there when I was like 13. Like I went off to high school in the Bronx and mm. off to college in Massachusetts and then lived in Manhattan after that. So a lot of the people in my family, like, you know, some of my brothers have lived there all their lives. Some of them worked as bartenders in the town while they were going to so law they have school. more of a sense yeah, of like right, the right. community as an adult because right. that's a different thing. Right. And I, and I don't have that, but I do appreciate when I have encounters there that remind me of what it was like for me when I was a kid there. Mm -hmm. So the second day I was there, I was driving from my, uh, I don't know where I was, who the fuck cares where I was going, but I, I had a green arrow to turn mm -hmm. left. Ooh, luxury a green yeah. arrow yeah. Oh. not the not the not the comic book character not the not the tv show <laughs> arrow played by Stephen amell who caused all sorts of controversy by saying he didn't right. believe in striking not that arrow just a green traffic arrow so i started to turn left and somebody coming the other way was like i don't care that i have a red light i'm gonna keep going and mm. go this way and so I did what you do in that situation. I feel like this is why they invented Honk. The, the horn. Yes, I honked my horn mm -hmm. and kept driving. And all of a sudden I realized this guy is is has pulled up and is driving along next to me. Oh, boy. And he has his window down and he's screaming out the window at me. And I'm like dude you had a red light back there like you you know yes i beeped at you and that was rude i am not going to apologize for that i could have saved a life yeah <laughs> and it could have been yours uh right and he he like for i don't know half a mile in traffic he just stayed right next to me and was screaming and whatever 
And we were giving each other the finger, and I was like, fuck oh, you, no. you don't know what you're then talking about. Then you get, like, you start getting, like, shaky. Well, at a certain point, <laughs> this really made me laugh. It, at a certain point, we get up closer, and I'm I'm now about to go in a different this is, direction. This was this week? Yeah, this was just a couple days ago. Oh, my God. And I, and so now we're stopped at a light. So we're just right next to each other. And he's all the way out the window, leaning out the window, going, pull over, pull over right now, pull over. And like, I'm like, this guy wants us to have, this is is at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday morning. And he wants us to have, I mean, talk about fight club. He wants us to have fight club. behind the the Bethel temple on North Avenue, you know? And so I just started laughing at him. Like I just was chuckling to myself and I was like, I'm not pulling over. No. And he's like, I thought so. I thought so. And I was like, then why did you ask me? And, and and (laughs) turned, turned left. Uh, but it was, you know, and, and as I was driving away, I was like, this is what this town is like. Like, somebody wants to fight you at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday morning because you beeped at them when they ran a red light. That's worth face-to-face violence. So it was just nice to wow. be home. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, a couple of nights later, or maybe it was the same night, or maybe it was, it was the next night. Anyway, I went out to dinner with <laughs> out to dinner with my parents to to and so there's only a couple of types of food my folks will eat. They'll eat like Mexican food or Italian food, and that's about it. Because anything I mean, those else, are two great choices, but there's other there's, good things. There's a world of possibilities. Yeah, I mean, I can yeah. only imagine what would happen if they ever tried like Ethiopian food or you know. Oh wow! Not interested, but. It's always like, you know, they're like, where do you want to go to dinner? And I'm like, I don't think where I want to go to dinner matters because you guys have <laughs> right. a couple of places that you always. And, well, uh, and say Italian because you could get really good Mexican food here. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> but the problem is there's two Italian places. So there's one oh. way downtown and there's one much closer to where they live. And I like the one way downtown, but it's incredibly noisy every time we go there. And I always forget that. And then we go in and I'm like, oh, right. You know, like there's music blaring and, you know, and so they were like, oh, why don't we go to this place right close to here? And so we go in. It's a, you know, nice little Italian place. It is so fucking loud the second we walk in. And of course, when you're in a little place like that, the reason it gets so loud is because you're like, there's like one table here that is shouting at each other and it's making everybody else raise their volume. So we basically were all the way in the front of the restaurant and couldn't talk to each other because it was so loud. And I was facing the restaurant. They were facing the window. So they were like, look around and see who it is. Who's, who's the, who's the table. And I picked out two tables in the back. There were, there were two. (laughs) It was the guy that ran the red light. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was funny. There was a table in the back and I, I, I walked all the way back to use the restroom and I walked by them and I was like, it was a group of like six guys. And there's only like four top tables in this place. So So they had like pulled a bunch of stuff together and, you know, and uh and they were like i i you know 
obviously this is, I, I don't know what they were. They were like firemen or plumbers or scientists. <laughs> I don't know what they were, sure. but they were, they were having a great time and they were screaming at each other, you know, mm. just like, Hey, fucking this and fucking that. And, you know, just yelling and screaming at each other. And, um, it was really making me laugh, but I, so I went back <laughs> and I was like, there's guys back there and you know, whatever. And, and, you know, we were like, well, they're probably, they're, they're probably finishing dinner pretty soon. Well, it turned out not only were they not finishing, but somehow our order, which was, it was Italian food, but it was an Italian restaurant. So it should not have been a stumper, but it ended up taking like an hour and a half to get the food there to the point where the waiter was like, I am so sorry. This last round of drinks is on me. I'll take care of you guys. Um, and <laughs> it was just that loud the whole time. And then Ugh. finally we're leaving and kind of slowly making our way out because, you know, there's like, my the parents have, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Trying not to walk off a cliff. And uh, no, they both have like ambulatory issues and I'm trying to hold the door for them and get out. And literally as they are making their way out the door, they get engulfed by this group of guys who were there the whole time who are coming out at the same time. St still, still shouting. Screaming at each other like, fucking this, fucking that. Let me tell you another thing. Hey, Jerry, when you get home, do this and do that. Don't do this, do that. Do this instead of that. Don't do that, do this. And they're like, like, it's like almost like my parents are in the crowd with me at this point and both just like looking around like as these guys are screaming at each other. And so I, you know, so it just was like, uh, good to be home, you know, yeah. good to be yeah. back in New Row. They say you can never go home again, but Get some of the local, some of the local color. Uh, but it was, it was fun. I got to see actually a couple of my nephews play a basketball game against each other so that oh no fun. how do you yeah. root uh i i rooted for the whoever had the ball at any given time and i was like <laughs> you day. guys are the best yeah um <laughs> no it was funny because one of them is playing for the high school from my hometown and the other one is playing for the high school i went to down in the bronx and it was just coincidentally oh, wow. that they were both playing in this game uh but it was really fun and and it, and it was it, it also as as it happened it was a great game literally came down to a last second shot not going in that one of them won and the other one lost i don't know if you know how games work but one of the teams wins mm. and the other one so you had to be like good game oh <laughs> you didn't get any of the calls that you should have guys what was going on out there i don't understand uh, <laughs> But it was uh, it was fun. Um, so anyway, that's my that's my checking in. It was uh, it was good to be home. And then we drove down. Uh, I drove down. How long of a drive is that? Well, it's really like a seven or eight hour drive, but it took us about nine or ten. Like they still. <laughs> this was a funny. Uh, we stopped for lunch. They always stop for lunch at this little duck pond park in Maryland. And my mom said the park was built in 1996 and they've been stopping at that park every year on their way down ever since. And there's it's like 1996. Yeah. Yeah. There's a funny like a year to be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, we all remember 1996 like it was yesterday. The Clintons, that was before 9-11. Whitewater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Newt Gingrich was in office. Um, but the uh, Friends was huge at that time. I don't know if you remember that show. Oh, I'm, I know. It was on NBC, but it was very, it was really TV. doing well. Yeah, there was a whole night of stuff. Thursday. Um, I don't remember what night it was, but you were supposed to watch it. They said, you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. Must see. Um, but because it's like this nice little duck pond, I swear we were there for like an hour and 15 minutes, just kind of like hanging out. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> I don't stop when I'm on the road. I mean, I stopped to use the restroom, but then I'm like, I'm buying a burger and eating it in the car, you know? So wait, when you say you eat lunch there, is there a restaurant or you pack no, packed lunch, sandwiches, crackers oh and cheese? Oh my God, this sounds really sweet <laughs> blueberries you know <laughs> waters like the whole it was a whole thing but um there it's there's, there's a visitor center there and i went into the visitor center and there were two ladies in the visitor center hello um no just two two nice little older ladies whose only job is to sit there and get people to sign their visitor book so I walked in and you think they're paid on commission. <laughs> Donna, you gotta get more signatures. <laughs> this book is half empty. It's been well, around it's since half full. Yeah. <laughs> We've been getting these six signatures since 1996. And look, the last one is dated 1997. What have you been doing all this time? <laughs> Why are you just sitting around smiling? Get on it. Get some signatures. <laughs> but I, so I walked in and one of the women, one of the women was like, can we get you to sign our, our guest book, young man? And I was like, you know what? You absolutely can, because I so appreciate you calling me young man. That was, and we were all laughing. And then they were like, where are you going? And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in from California and I'm going to Southern Virginia. I'm going down to Sandbridge Beach in Virginia. And they were like, just like those people out there. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> my parents. <laughs> and, uh, I said, yes, those are my parents. I'm driving down with them. And they were like, oh, they're so lucky that they can count on you. They're so lucky. And... Uh, and I was like, they, they think they can count on me. They, 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 you know, and she, and, <laughs> she, was, and she was like, they can. <laughs> it was, I wanted to be like, no, they can't. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> You're like, sorry, we can't go on this trip. I have to keep arguing with this lady. <laughs> but also, it also, it also, the way she was saying it, she was kind of wistful. And I, it made me feel like she didn't, like she was like, like, what's going on with your life? She was like, my son George is so unreliable. Like I ask him just to bring groceries by and he forgets. I gave him the money. I'm like, what did you do with the money, George? He's like, I bought a lot of lotto tickets. I'm like, how am I supposed to have my cereal with milk in it if you didn't buy me cereal and milk? Well, mom, I bought a lot of lotto. I'm like, George, didn't I teach you about the lotto? You can't. Anyway, that was what was, uh, <laughs> that was, what was going pond. on in my head. 
because uh, she really did seem like, oh, I wish I had someone I could count on like they count on you. Yeah, they don't. They 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 function on their own. I'm a separate entity. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this seems like a good place to do a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. So let's start today. By the way, today's show brought to you by Diet Coke. If you're on a diet but you love Coke, try Diet Coke, not Diet the Coke. nose candy. You're going to be nice and caffeinated for this poker game. I know. Boy, it's going to be exciting for the young kids. Um, <laughs> all right. Parting shots. Amber. Yeah, this this one will be short and sweet, but on the last episode, I mentioned a social experiment with my younger coworkers, if they even knew who the Fonz was. Mm-hmm. And I implemented that test. I asked them. And um, they do not... <laughs> I think I asked like six or seven and one was like, I do know who that is because my mom always references it. But like she had, she wouldn't have had any organic right. bumping up against that character other than that. And did, so, did you so, do the other part too of like, do you know who this guy is from Barry? Oh, they, when they were looking up who they were, somebody was like, oh, it's the guy who plays Ben Shapiro's dad on Parks and Rec. And I was like, what? And I was like, you mean Ben Schwartz? <laughs> ben Shapiro's a bad dude. <laughs> He's not related to Ben Look, Shapiro. Here's, here's the thing you have to understand about the liberals. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, oh, the guy from Barry. And mm-hmm. and episodes of Parks and Rec is where they recognized him from. Okay. So they knew who the actor was. They just didn't know. Yes. The most but iconic like, character of television in the 1970s. Right. And then we've talked about Jump the Shark, and some of them knew the phrase but didn't know it was him. And it was it was a good conversation. I had people my age sort of witnessing, mm-hmm. and they kept getting like, <laughs> and I was like, hey, 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 we don't need to get emotional. Like, right. if they don't know, they don't know. Like, why would they know if it never came across their path? Why would they know? You can't argue people into knowing no, something. Or like you. shame them from just being born at a different time than you. Mm-hmm. It's it's foolish. <laughs> right. Well, that makes me sad because I wish more people knew the Fonz. They love the nanny, but because of Nick at Night, not because of original airings. And they got really excited that I was alive when the nanny aired and I had to walk away. <laughs> Oof. I was like, all right, this conversation's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you, you know, she's doing a great job with the whole strike thing. So mm-hmm. the nanny I, is really hot with Gen Z. Just is hot it really? tip. Mm-hmm. Don't know the fonts, love the nanny. That's I have a very small sample set I'm working with, but that's what I've discovered. I think it might be skewed because it's so small. Mm-hmm. I think it I could know. change if you did a larger. I'm going to write a paper about it. <laughs> if you did a larger population, you could uh, make it a bigger deal. Um, but I, I do think Fran, Fran Drescher is doing a great job. And I, I just enjoy the fact that I am on strike from two uh, jobs I that I, two jobs that I didn't have. So it's nice <laughs> to, uh, it's nice to be. If, well, now if it's it, noble. 
<laughs> yeah, if the strike ends, I will go back to not working at the jobs I didn't have. Um, all right, here's my parting shot. And I know I'm like, this is stretching it out so much, but I have been, as I've said, I've been working on this short film. Oh, yeah. Literally for a year now. I mean, I did my shot by shot. This is what I want to shoot that I sent to my DP at this oh, house right. with, last with summer the... with all my nephews. All right. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I'm trying to get it done. And the one thing I have left to do is I have to get the end credits and there's people making the end credits and there's just been all sorts of difficulties and delays and so on and so forth. And I'm, they, they, the people that are doing it, live in Maryland and they're old friends. Duck of mine. <laughs> it's the two old ladies. It's the two <laughs> little old ladies at the, I just, I haven't had time because I've been trying to get signatures <laughs> for the book here. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm going to go have lunch with them in a couple of days. And I was like, just because I want to see them. But I was also like, if I go see them, I can sort of go, guys, are we going to finish this or, or, or no. And, uh, <laughs> the answer's or no. <laughs> well, but here's what happened. Of course, because this is creeping up, today I got the end credits shipped to me. Mm. Not shipped, but like, however, I don't know what you do with a computer. You send things via Did text. delivery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got it, and I watched it, and I was like, holy shit. Like, it's so. It it's, looks like credits it's it looks really like a real cool movie. the music Aww. is great the credits are great seeing them both together and as I, I i wrote i wrote back to them and i said you know this is so it's just so crazy because it's like they they and the guy who did the music took this vague idea i had in my head and executed it in such a cool way that it's going to add so much to, even though it's just the end credits, it's going to add so much to the film and it makes me really excited to show it to people, you know? That's so awesome. I'm really excited to show it to them only so they can get to the end and watch the end credits. The rest of it, <laughs> not so interesting. No, 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 but it like, it, it really makes the whole thing, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm come together. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And people could hate it easily. It, I mean, it's, been known to happen you know with i don't know if you ever heard about heaven's gate but people boy they they really went after that movie and i don't think it was terrible i mean it was you know it was too expensive but you know uh barbie you know a lot of people are talking about how barbie is is very too woke they say they say it's too woke it it passed a billion it passed a billion (laughs) (laughs) just to uh just to explain to people, I, I texted Amber after our last episode and said, "Barbie has made seven hundred What what does it say? Oh yeah, you 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 yeah. It's a, yeah, you got it. It just right. was like it was just like Barbie has passed seven hundred and seventy five million. <laughs> and I wrote back, it's going to pass a billion. <laughs> and you're like, it's going to pass at least. And then you did like one more than that. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I said at least I, I argued a billion. I was like, you said a billion. And I was like, or at least 780 million. Like, 
let's not get carried away. <laughs> but I was right. Yeah. I was going to message I, you today, but I knew I was going to talk to you. <laughs> I think it could pass two billion at some point, you know? Like, it feels like it's, it's doing very well. I still have not seen it, so it's going to take two my Two billion is a, is a lot shot. <laughs> Now I'm like, well, it goes. Great. Am I wrong about this, or does it go one billion then well, two billion? Two billion. Yeah. No, it takes a while. It's like to get one. To it's two. one more than one billion. Like it doesn't we, seem. I I I mean I know this because I know numbers, but also at work we are always tracking um, the amount of views on YouTube of Gabby's Dollhouse, and we passed a billion mm-hmm. at some point this year, which was very very exciting. But the unfortunate thing is. We have almost no updates because it takes so long to have another number. Like you're just, we're still at a billion. Like, do you know what right, I mean? right. Like, even though it's growing, it's there's so many numbers that have to get bigger. You see what I'm saying? Well, I do, but I also say, like, I have not checked Barbie recently, but I bet you know within the next day or two, it's probably going to be two billion because. <laughs> They hit, I'll take I'll take that bet. They hit a billion. I'll take that bet. They literally hit a billion like a week ago, and that was very quick. Right, right. Well, like I guess in comparison, Super Mario Brothers is the number one movie of the year so far. Oh, and great! Ever- I'm glad because let's have more movies about video games and toys. Sorry, that was just me editorializing again. <laughs> Wait, you had too much passion. <laughs> throw it away <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh the super mario brothers the movie about the video game not okay <laughs> but um oh. i think they made 1.3 billion dollars worldwide and they opened in the spring and everyone was like oh my god what a huge success mm-hmm. so barbie can get to 2 billion but it would it would it's not going to be tomorrow probably the next day though right <laughs> okay <laughs> uh folks unfortunately jamie flam was not here again tonight there was a possibility but it did not occur so did i address my weird orange lipstick (laughs) please by all means it's weird i uh got it on sale and it's very strange but i wore it tonight for you i appreciate it and i mine is clear so you can't even see it But yeah, hopefully Jamie will be here one of these weeks and we'll see uh, uh, what happens. Um, And that's it. By the the time you hear this, I will be. Barbie will have hit $4 billion. (laughs) 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 It's, I mean, I know you're joking, but it's really doing well. So it would not surprise me. (laughs) I was making that point initially. <laughs> you're like I'm actually I for one am supporting the movie ever. Yeah, yeah please. I think it <laughs> deserves all this success. I'm not mad at it. Um but uh we'll see if Jamie makes it next week. We'll see if by then I have seen Barbie. We'll see if Amber has seen Barbie by then. Um, I've seen it twice. <laughs> I didn't talk about it. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> you saw it a second <laughs> time. Will you go back a third time? That's the question. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I got to help them get to that $4 billion number. Well, if you go back a third time, <laughs> that 
I mean, honestly, uh, that puts them way closer to four billion. Like if you did it before the end of the yeah. week. Oh, forget it. I've I've only gone to matinees. Imagine if I paid full price. Oh my god! How much I could help the cause. Ugh, you ripped them off. Mm-hmm. Also, you should do that thing that they do at that pedophile movie about child <laughs> oh, trafficking. Just, just buy, buy a bunch of tickets it. for the yeah. next crowd. Like. <laughs> I'm going to do that when I go to Barbie. I'm going to be like, uh, can I get 50 more for the next showing? <laughs> and just whoever shows up, give it to them. Because I'm trying to get that it to $4 billion. So uh, I guess if the people who show up aren't paying, I'm not really making any more money. All right. But. Well, I just, think, <laughs> I just think we should look at the box office receipts on Friday and see how far they've gotten. Uh. Folks, this has been The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I realize, of course, as I'm doing this and I was going, fucking this and fucking that, the oh, walls you're... here are paper thin. And you're with all of your family. I got yelled at because I was on the phone too late the other night. Uh, not yelled at, but I was spoken sharply to. Uh, I know how you you take things. Someone was like, Hey, you were on the phone late. And you're like, oh. all right. Full disclosure. Screamed at me. Full disclosure. Somebody said, were you on the phone last night? Uh, I thought somebody was yeah. You're like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, folks, we will see. Oh, smash the b- buttons. And uh, we'll see you next time on the long shot. Uh, now I have to do this thing. You can do it. I believe in you.